0: Stu, i got to say, let's just get this out the way. While I enjoy doing this show, drinking all this beer is physically making me ill. My affliction is Ben, my m'lady is a man, and I think it's all because I've left the straw in my bottle too long again. I just hope it's not another case of toxic hop syndrome. Welcome to the Logalogs Points of View with Tom and Stu and somebody else. I'm Tom, he's Stu, say hello Stu. Hello. Stu is here. Sorry, that
1: was very squeaky of that me. Was, that was Hello. a little bit
0: squeaky. Do you, was, want to, was... do you want to do that again? Do you want to oil you up and then give that another I was,
1: go? I was like that awkward teenager from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a... Extremely good impression. Uh yeah, guys, so tonight, as I alluded to, we have a mystery guest who will be revealed very soon. You probably already know because you've read the show post, you you know, you've read the social media. So do you know what? I'll try and get there as quickly as possible. Uh, mass singer
1: uh, uh, shouting
0: yeah. <laughs> Take off, take it off. <laughs> take them kegs off. Uh, tonight, continuing with our swinging theme of the season thus far. Man, all these car keys have really bruised my pears uh, We'll be welcoming on a special guest in just a moment But before that, I'd like to properly introduce, aside from the postie The other man in my life, Mr. Stuart Sutherland How are you, my
1: friend? Good, I'm baffled and speechless with your introductions Why? Every week Why would you? Why? You manage to excite and fear Danger. me <laughs> <laughs> Keep me coming back for more You're
0: terrified right now
1: Oh, the drink is just to take the edge off, so I could just actually have a conversation with you. <laughs> I can do this straight. <laughs> Driven
0: you to drink, we should, we should really start recording this then. I think you make a great podcast. Um, yes, alongside my canny co-host, we have a very special guest slash volunteer slash prisoner this evening. It's YouTuber, me-Tuber, everybody's-Tuber,
2: the Crummy Beards. How are you, hey, pal? You- Good evening, gentlemen. I'm very well, thank you. How are you both?
0: Not doing too bad now that we've started, now that the party has begun. I'm doing uh, really well. Uh, Thank you for asking. It's great to have you here. Finally, um, join us for this very special episode tonight. I mean, every episode is special, but this one is just a pinch more special. As we have have at least 33.3% more facial hair this episode than we normally do. (laughs) So uh, thank you for being here and contributing to that. Um, As we pair up Classic and Craft this episode once again with two offerings from the very top of England, the long-awaited, much-demanded Sexy (laughs) Stones Bitter and Northern Monk's DDHIPA. Okay. Transient. So let's, let's do it, guys. First brew of this evening. And keeping with how we usually get down on the logs, we're going to roll with the lighter of our pairing tonight, and that is Stones Bitter. There we go. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to Tony. <laughs> we finally did it. We made it park. We finally made it. Um, we're going to re- review this bad boy in your honour.
1: Just do a spectacle Take one swing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now be respectful. <laughs> I was slightly worried. I reckon this is the cheapest cost per can of a beer I've bought in quite a, some time.
1: Oh,
0: really? Where did you <laughs> yeah. manage to track it down?
2: So it was in it was in a home bargains, and I reckon it was about around three quid for four cans, maybe even less. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Much the same. Talk about
0: value for money. Um, yeah. So, uh, Stu, I'm pretty certain you've had one of these bitters tonight. <laughs>
1: uh, what about the other? I've only had the stones. That seems like I'm talking about my masculinity. I do have the stones. But <laughs> no, this four pack, I have been working my way through it in anticipation for this episode. So, this <laughs> is the last 10. You cheated, you bastard. You cheated. I wanted
0: your, you know, the, the surprise on your face as you, uh, you know, as you kind of. Uh, Open it and those initial reactions. I feel I feel cheated, Stu. You better <laughs> you better fake this one really good. <laughs> uh, and uh, you, the bearded one, how familiar are you with our duo tonight?
2: Well, as you probably tell by what I said a minute ago, the Stones Bitter, not at all. Never tried it. Oh, okay. Uh, I do mm-hmm. I do like I do like bitter in general, so I'm not yeah. too concerned, but you know, there's always a, there's always a question over how cheaply something can be made, so it'll be interesting. Uh the Transient I have had before once, and I I can't remember if I reviewed it or not, but it was the best part of a year ago. So it'll be a good re- revisiting on that one.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about the Northern Monk stuff, and I've never tried it myself, so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to giving this one a go. But less about that, more stones. I'm uh, cracking this bad boy open. Let's do it, squad. Ooh, that sounded good. That sounded really good. That, was, that wasn't that was in stereo. That was in uh, three. What's that? What is, what's what's, what's three, around three. channels
1: on. around yeah.
0: band. Like, three, yeah. Three band. <laughs> 3.1.
1: How many other people mm. across the United Kingdom are cracking open stones right now? Uh, Was it just us three? Probably four. <laughs> oh, is your dad in on the call as well?
0: <laughs> He'll be joining just after uh, just after that first initial taste. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it's your dad!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it smells beautiful.
2: Yeah. Doesn't smell bad at all, actually.
0: <sighs> Dribbling already. chit. Uh, uh, g- Good
2: man. Ch-
1: cheers, cheers, lads. Cheers. Ah, right, so it just tastes like banana bread. It's awfully weird. Do you know what? Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it has got that kind of um,
0: fruity bready, kind of subtle fruity breadiness to it, which which I really like. I I always find it quite light for a, a bitter as well. Like it's definitely yeah lagery, but that might be because it's not a, a draft can. Um So you don't really get that kind of foaminess as you would with a lot of the other tin bitters. What do you think, uh, Cromie? What's the what's the initial
2: thoughts? It is. It is a. It's a little thin, like you said. I think it is. Not. It's not just the the can. The, the beer itself is a touch thinner than most. But mm. again, uh, ABV in price. That's probably not a surprise. It's really bready, much more yeah. than most um, mm. most British bitters. It's uh. It's got weirdly. A few traits that would associate more with something from from Germany. I'm not mm. quite pinned down what, but it's that that malt profile is. Don't get me wrong, it's not it's not going to be a fine German beer, but it has it has tips of the hat yeah in that direction yeah but followed by a bit of a slightly naffly hopped finish to it. But it's not. I want to say naff. I mean cheap. No, not necessarily it tastes bad because it doesn't. It's not it's not horrendous at all.
0: No, I think you're you, you're right about that. Definitely. Well, while you lads enjoy that, I'm just going to fill in the lovely people uh, a little bit about this uh, particular brewski. You can edit that one out, (laughs) Stu, or you can keep that in, uh, (laughs) however you're feeling at the time. You
1: blew it right into the
0: microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So, Stones, bitter. Sheffield's most famous export, just behind steel and the Human League. Stands at a thrilling 3.7% and was first brewed in 1948 by William Stones. Although described locally as a religion, it didn't reach the rest of England until the late 70s. And in the early 1980s, as demand grew, the beer was produced at Bass's Run Corn Brewery. Although this was stopped after drinkers complained of headaches from the poorly manufactured beer, which had been brewed at a higher temperature, increasing the amount of hangover-inducing fusel oils in the beer. Uh, During the 80s, it was subject to a huge television campaign starring boys from the Black Stuff alumni Bernard Hill and Michael Angelis, Angelis. and from 1986 to 1995 was the official sponsor of the Rugby Football League Championship. By 1992, Stones was the highest-selling bitter in the UK, but sadly, as the years have gone by, as Crummy alluded to, the ABV has dropped significant, significantly to reduce the impact of beer duty, um, like a lot of beers have, sadly. But on a more positive note, cast Condition Stones Bitter returned to pubs in 2021. Thank the Lord. Come on, guys. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Pour one out. Beautiful. Four but the uh, what dead homies or <laughs> the guys that got poisoned during the 80s drinking that uh, oily beer right let's dive straight into our first topic of this evening and that's last beers watched uh shoot do you want to take that first or do you want to give that I, gift to yeah, give that honor <laughs> <Give that> <laughs> to
1: our guest yes let's pass it to our guest because i've left my uh, beer of discussion downstairs
0: okay while you run downstairs crummy
2: how has your week in beer been? my week in beer the problem with doing anything heavily beer based and trying to put out a lot of beer related stuff is you end up forgetting what you drank three days ago because it all (laughs) turns around very quickly just
0: check your youtube yeah
2: i did i did consider it i did consider it (laughs) so uh, let's we'll go we'll go through what i can remember in reverse order because it will be easier um Yesterday, uh, local brewery to me, Blue Monkey Brewery, one of my one of my favourites, certainly my favourite local, has been for a long time. Re brewed uh, their imperial stout, uh, mm. which is called. Uh, this is bad of me because I've already forgotten. Um, right, I have remembered. It's called Silverback. Uh, so it's an imperial stout. They brewed it a few years ago, but they've not done it for a while. And. I mean, it's a straight up impy, so it's not. um, There's no adjuncts in it. It's just proper. I say proper because people get offended when you call adjunct beers not proper because they are. But you know what I mean. It's traditional, few ingredients, done to a silly strength. And the most impressive thing is, and I can't think of another brewery that does it, although I'm sure someone does. It's a ten and a half percent impy in a five hundred ml bottle.
1: Ooh, okay, (laughs) wow, (laughs) which is which is.
2: (laughs) Um, so I reviewed that and then went to sleep, as you can imagine.
1: Um, <laughs> and, no one uh, ever remembers the bottom of the bottle.
2: <laughs> no, they did not. But that was that was very good. Uh, back end of last week, I went into uh, a tiny tap room by another local brewery, totally brewed. They have what I reckon is probably the, certainly the smallest pub in Nottinghamshire. I think there's four tables in it, but actually they put out some of the best the best beer around. They tend to have a uh, collection of their own stuff, which is always great. But also uh, one guest tap uh, or well certainly one high-end guest tap which is normally a very high abv euro import but i couldn't tell you what it was because by that point i may have had too many but um uh, going back from that last well this is one i'll finish on the about a week ago i reviewed the most expensive beer i've ever bought Mm. which was um the the, and i'm going to say this right last time because i got absolutely slated on youtube and tiktok for pronouncing the name (laughs) of this island wrong and since we've got a scotsman in the room i better do it right it was innocent gun uh their isla whiskey cask which is not pronounced islay as i found out oh yeah um if tiktok is slating you you know you've done something wrong got flamed, got flamed. <laughs> but i got i got flamed but also got about a, about a thousand people on there so uh, so that was not <laughs> and that was i i mean it was i think when it, i think it retailed at about seven quid a bottle but it was soon sold out and i ended up paying a little bit more for it than that but yeah th- that reviews out if you want to go see it. but that was very interesting so the the cask was um uh lefroy uh whiskey casks and i've never had a beer that tastes of sea salt before which is interesting oh,
0: interesting
2: but sounds bad it was actually really good but there is a price associated with it so
0: yes <laughs> i kind of see that maybe working like a little bit of saltiness to it i don't know yeah, it's
2: not it's not it's not like saline it's just a little hint <laughs> of it and okay. along with the peat and the smoke and everything else it works mm-hmm. it definitely works
0: awesome awesome uh, that sounds like a pretty good week um, Sounds like a fantastic week Stu, how about you? Can you can
1: you match that?
0: Please <laughs> And inform us oh. and the dear listeners What you've been up to this weekend Beer
1: Well, I've only got one entry Because we've been recording quite quick I've not had a chance to quickly drink between podcasts, Tom So I went <laughs> Last night it's been a And night. had uh, Bolt City oh, uh, The Grapefruit okay. Lemonade Crush Sour okay, beer. Okay. This was uh one of those exclusives for the, the beer fifty two. Yeah. And it's, it's all right. I still have that funny relationship with sour beer and drinking it. Like, is this beer or is this bucks fizz? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I reckon if it is a contributor to this sore head I've had all day. But <laughs> what <laughs> is the percentage on that it's, bad it's boy? Only, it's only four. I mean, I could <laughs> I'm not going to finish that sentence because uh, I could get in trouble. But, um, yeah, grapefruit lemonade crush. It's, you know, any sour taste, decent. awfully tart. Yeah. That was my polite description of it there. But it was drinkable. I, I, I managed to consume a lot. It tasted different.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm trying to become more educated when it comes to Vault City. I see them popping up more. Well, you see them in all the bottle shops. Hey, I just don't have enough money to buy them all That is <laughs> the issue
0: <laughs> So That sounds good though A little walk on the wild side In, uh, in sounds of brewskis. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't do too bad I finally managed to get up to my nearest home bargains uh, Which I haven't visited in at least A year or so was happy to see a lot of new blood. Saw some old blood too, but that was out on the street next to a used <laughs> needle. This is Birmingham after all. Um, oh. No, I so saw a lot of uh, new beer in there, and amongst them was a bunch of Hawkshead stuff. So, you and me had their red ale last season uh, yeah. or the season before. We both weren't that impressed, but I wanted to give hmm. them another shot as they uh, they seem like a cool company. So I picked up their bitter and their Helles Lager and both weren't too good, to be honest. Oh. Um, I think the bitter came out the best, but was strangely tangy. I think it was a bit more hopped up than a usual bitter, which is kind of a common occurrence now. Um, but, you know, solid. Helles was just, just bland, kind of right. odd, odd metallic taste to it. And it was a lot more bitter bitter strangely enough and then the kind of sweet or or floral tones you expect with it with the hella so struck out a little bit but definitely open to trying more of their stuff as it is so available now and very mm-hmm. cheap so i might pick up the kind of other couple of styles i saw in, in hb next week but yeah i know you and me had to kind of hunt for that last one a little bit didn't yeah. we and i ended up sending it to you we just couldn't find it but you know, uh, a year later or so, it's kind of very, very easily available.
1: Home bargains at my end, I, I checked on them yesterday, and they've gotten more Thornbridge in. Uh, ah. Was it Jaipur? Uh, I think there's another one called Astrid. There's, there's uh, it's like a purple tin.
2: Ast- Astrid is in home bargains because when I bought these, I bought one.
1: All right, oh, there boom. you go. <laughs> and uh, there's bottles of something called Terrence.
0: Ten never time. heard of it no. never heard you
1: know, of it's it like, it's like a great <laughs> tea <laughs> <laughs> you know it might have been comes that. from
0: the man drinking stones and enjoying it <laughs> yeah.
1: you know it might have been that brewery we walked past in glasgow that was like you know that don't took 10 minutes memory. to walk no. past
0: don't have any memory of that no nah. what you're talking about sorry sir. sorry to well move it on okay um so <laughs> Don't shout make me sh- spit this out. Shout out to Home Bargains. Uh, guys, what are you thinking of the beer then? Let's let's sum it up for the audience. What's what's the thoughts, feelings, opinions?
1: Just uh, a nice, easy drinking. Bitter.
0: Solid bitter. That, yeah. um,
1: becoming acclimatised to. Four <laughs> times in. I bet you are. I did it for you, Tony. This one's for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: shout out to Uh What about you, Crumming? I'm thinking... The, the honest review is... It's slightly flat, slightly not, slightly thin, slightly not quite there on the flavour, but all at the Mm. same time, it's not offensive. Yeah, yeah,
0: very drinkable,
2: and it has some redeeming features like that breadiness. It's just don't get too excited, don't rush out and think it's the best thing because it's not. But I'm I'm happy. I'm happy I've got three more. I say I'm happy. (laughs) I'm not annoyed (laughs) that I've got three more. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I, th- I think it sits up there with those kind of big uh, classic northern bitters, maybe somewhere a bit lower on, on on that on that list, but but still up there for me. So uh, I think it's always uh, a very dependable bitter. Um, well, you were more or
1: less raised on the stuff, weren't you?
0: Definitely, yeah. Stones, stones for life, baby.
1: That, that was that was uh, in your house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sad, so, I've got a temperature again. Aye, <laughs> okay, just
0: 110. Jump on the stones. Uh, I'll sort you out. So, second up tonight we have uh, Northern Monk's Transient IPA. Oh, I
1: Paris. do love the artwork. The looks
0: awesome. Yeah, it looks like um definitely get uh, what's the name Assassin's Creed vibes from it for sure.
1: All right. Oh yeah, I could see it.
0: For sure. So, this is uh, have you had any of the northern month stuff, Stu? I know you haven't had this one, but have you had any of the beers before?
1: I've, I've had two, uh, I think I had one at New Year's. It was sort of like a in a, a Octocraft beer I got at Christmas, uh, and I did try one at a tasted night, but it got that far into the night. I couldn't remember, I remember the artwork, but I don't remember the beer. <laughs> like, what was it taste like that it tasted like whatever something else would taste like after sampling eight other beers.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a bit was it a bit wrong uh, in terms of the order, was it?
1: Possibly. It, it yeah. just got to the point where the tasting was really for six beers and after that is like just raking through the fridge. That's ah, let's have that one. I okay. Yeah. Normally what happens,
0: yeah. Um and you're and you're a fan of this one, Cormay.
2: Um I can't remember if I'm a fan of this one or not, because (laughs) I can't remember if this is citra hopped, in which case I'm probably not a fan, but I will drink it anyway. Um, (laughs) That's the spirit. Yeah. But in general, I've had quite a lot of Northern Monk stuff. uh, And I think for a a brewery that's managed to get into the supermarket and retain its craft credential, Mm. they probably do that balance better than anyone else does. Mm. Don't necessarily get on with all of their beer especially their pale stuff. I actually think their darker beers better. But mm. on the whole, I can't really complain about Northern Monk. I've got nothing nothing notably negative to say. And I think it could potentially fill a large gap that a certain dog-based brewery might leave at some point. So <laughs> it,
0: it, It's true. They do have, a, I think, a steadily climbing uh, amount of beers in there. It seems to get bigger every time I, I, I go in. In the supermarket, which is which is cool to mm. see, because they seem to have some really cool stuff in their back catalogue. Right, lads, let's do
1: it. I do remember when we were planning this episode, I sent you pictures of three three hundred and thirty mil tins, and you mm. had to end up getting this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. You said you, you said get the most easy going beer. I think was your request. <laughs> was
1: also, this was not in the picture Something I Something like you. that. <laughs> <laughs> How very Tom of you That's the uh,
0: that, that That's the story of the logs right there Seems to be a recurring trend
1: One planning, another one not listening
0: Yeah, I'll well, go that far mm, know, Maybe oh my I'll, ask my, I'll ask my therapist See what he says
1: Look at that The clarity on that The lovely,
0: yeah. Color is lovely, yeah colour is lovely
2: Like pale custard It really is, yeah That's, that's
1: got a nice smell to it
2: super fruity Mm. it's like a slap in the face
0: a a nice a tender slap in the face
2: (laughs) fairly confident that is citra in there does it say on the can i don't think they tell you what their hops are Uh, have have you had a bad experience with citra in the past citra doesn't like me um large amounts of citra gives me a headache very quickly okay um but I know I, it's becoming less of an issue the more and more craft beer I drink that has it in. Mm. I think it was one of those where I'd normally avoid it, and when you're not doing beer reviews, you can just avoid it most of the time, and then you'll end up with one accidentally, and it has terrible effects. But yeah. I'll probably end up drinking a beer with at least a little bit of, of it in now, probably mm-hmm. most weeks, or certainly every other week. And it's becoming... I still don't enjoy a lot of it, but it's, I can start to appreciate it a little bit now. Mm. So,
0: yeah, well, Thank you for being a trooper. And if you are puking tomorrow, we we apologise. <laughs> no, uh, cheers, it's lads. Not. Cheers.
2: cheers. Mm. It's like a great big sorbet that one, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it's got like a
0: sticky kind of, mm, sticky kind of bitterness to it, which 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 is nice. It's like, nice. It's refreshing. Like it's got like a. Kind of a nice fruity crush taste to it. Mm, it's like someone's home brewing Mbongo bongo. A, a little bit like an alcoholic
2: bongo. I'm down mm. with that. I'm down with that. It's got just a, a kickload more grapefruit flavour in it though. It really, <laughs> really, really drives. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, it's quite dry still as as well, isn't it? It's quite a good representation <laughs> of US style beers in the UK. Actually, yeah, because a lot of people don't necessarily pull that off. Very well. But Northern Monk do for sure.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my time drinking that one. Leave <laughs> it over here. <laughs> Just going to leave it there and appreciate it. Yeah. Because it's quite easy drinking. Leave uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, let that let that one cool down before you take another sip, Stu. Um, so yeah, this is Transient, a hazy DDH IPA from Northern Monk sitting at a saucy seven percent. Uh, these guys are an independent brewery based in Holbeck, Leeds. They are not actual monks, I could tell by their haircuts. I'm very intuitive like that, you see. But instead are inspired by traditional mona- monastic, monastic if that's a word, brewing values with a progressive approach to ingredients and techniques. Established in 2014, their beer is brewed across two sites, Old Flax Store a uh, converted derelict mill. Where their tap room is based, and a second brewing site uh, on Syden- Sydenham Road, where they pursue their spiritual goals by not putting their PPs into foo foos or something else really fun like that. <laughs> they seem to specialize in strong beers with an emphasis on IPAs, which generally make up their core line, with them expanding into porters, stouts, and pale ales for a lot of their seasonal output. Some fun ones I noticed were an imperial stout just called Death. At <laughs> just death uh green heathen or green he- green heathen green heathen a
2: green heathen, green
0: heathen uh, a cbd ipa which uh sadly is not 4.20 percent. Mister trick there guys and summer of faith a hazy rhubarb shandy uh which sounds lovely right i think it's time to get to know our guests a new segment <laughs> we're starting on the show called "Let's Get to Know Our Guest." Crummy, let's let's do this. Sorry, that was, was that a bit loud? Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to wake you guys up. Let's get into it. Let's start at the top. Where did the beer journey begin?
2: we um, We have to go. We have to go quite a long time ago. I think further let's back. So further back than not most people, most people I think are into beer probably older than me. But in terms of age, it was probably—I mean, it was certainly—it was certainly pre-legal drinking age. Of course, I distinctly remember going to a beer festival on in an old leisure centre when I was probably sixteen. Mm. Um, managed to get snuck into that when every, when things were a little bit less strict in the world. And yeah, I've always had a slight. My dad's always been into his real ale, and I think that just. That kind of that rubbed off, as it does with a lot of people. And I did the I did the silly teenage early twenties thing, drinking as much Carlsberg as you can, sort of thing. But at the but at the same <laughs> we've time, you've all been there. You've yeah, all been there. But uh, at the same time, when you were, I guess, drinking to enjoy it rather than drinking to create a mess of yourself, um, then it was always yeah, an interesting in real ale certainly pre uk craft revolution stuff more i mean Witchwood was probably my favorite brewery for a long time before mm. they were bought out and stuff like that so that gives you an idea i think of um that sort of thing but yeah i, I, I struggled to define a particular point other than yeah i think in 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 hindsight going to a proper old man's beer festival at mm. 16 was a bit of a <laughs> now i look back on it probably wasn't that normal so there you go <laughs> bit of an eye open it. though i suppose Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you just go around and go, that sounds cool. Let's drink that. Or that's at the time, that's 6%. Let's drink that. Because of course, at the time, that was quite rare. Um, <laughs> and you go, geez, that tastes awful. Now, of course, you think nothing of it. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was, it was interesting. Brilliant. Crummy, let me ask you, what is your favourite styles of beer? uh the question is really how many can i list i think <laughs> uh because i get starts to get a bit carried away with this because i mentioned i'll mention two three four and then suddenly okay. panic and forget about the other four that i've not even talked about i'll <laughs> let go me let f- me, I'll, oh, I'll do it Anakin. in big generics yes you go you for know? it so british dark beer as a whole big fan stouts porters whatever is just even very rich rubies that sort of thing mm. um and then I think we have to go to, over to Belgium for a lot of the other stuff. That's kind of those two, I think, if I had to choose, which I resent having to, um, it's those. But then if, this is why it's a never-ending never question. If we say I go to where would you rather drink a beer from, the answer is probably Scotland on average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So It says craft beer, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, I like, it. It. I like I a lot like of like, beer.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but hopefully that gives some insight as to where my head is i'm not is it, i'm not that bothered about hoppy beer I'm, i can enjoy it i'm enjoying this right now it's fine I, mm. I know why people like it i appreciate it but given the choice it's not what i'm going to choose mm.
0: more of kind of a uh, a malt man definitely at heart that's yeah. awesome that's sure. awesome how yeah. did um how did that all play into kind of starting the youtube channel then or you know was it was it the kind of lover beer or was it did youtube come first and the beer came second how did it all happen
2: yeah i guess i guess youtube came first and the beer second um mm. only in the i mean I, I i consider myself an early adopter in terms of watching youtube as a kind of consistent consumer of individuals content rather than watching cat videos if that makes sense i do like cat videos i do yeah but (laughs) (laughs) when those kind of first preemptive channels that turned into what it is now um i was a big fan of those back i mean i don't know how many years ago we're talking now we're talking eight nine years ago probably when it was really starting to turn maybe even longer now and um I've always kind of sat there and gone, well, I really like photography and I like messing around with video editing, although I'm not that good at it and whatever. So I was like, I would like to do a YouTube channel. It's just a nice little creative outlet. Yeah. And it's always been one of those things where I probably think about it a couple of times a year and I go, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And eventually I get so annoyed that I couldn't pull off anything I thought was worth broadcasting. Mm. I bin it off and try again the next year. Mm. Um, and then eventually... During it was during lockdown as many people's uh, I think journey started into exploring other things, but it was actually the mm-hmm. second stroke, third lockdown in the UK, uh, January twenty fourth, <laughs> anyway. Um, when I was kind of went just start something and then mm. just well, do something and then figure out, which is why the channel is called the Crummy Beard because it's not specific to anything. Yeah, it was a uh, sit down and just try and make some content and then just find your feet and do something with it and. It was, the intention was always to do stuff largely from home. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. A lot of the content that I watch are people going out and doing crazy things and spending hours on the road and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. that was just not an option. So it was like, what can I do from home that did still achieves these things? And it started off, the first obvious answer was food, but it's very generic, very hard to get anywhere with because it's just a saturated place. And, and then I happened to stumble across one person. I can't even remember who it was now. Uh... I think it was Raggy's channel. It was also from Nottingham, weirdly enough, because I think I was looking up a beer and I was like, oh, people are interested in beer. That's interesting because I've always been interested in beer, but I always felt like I was talking to myself about mm. it. Um, mm. So I thought, OK, let's let's experiment with this. Let's see where this goes. And then, yeah, here we go. A year later. And that's pretty much almost exclusively what the channel is. Not entirely. There's still some other odd bits and trying to move mm-hmm. into a bit of whiskey content and all that sort of stuff as well because it's yeah. something else that interests me but as a whole yeah it's a beer channel so you kind of wanted to put yourself out there creatively but you didn't quite know what
0: you wanted to do at
2: first yeah absolutely yeah absolutely Saw some channels and thought I could do that fucking (laughs) (laughs) beer. Well, everyone says it, everyone, everyone who gets, most people who start a beer channel, I've seen be asked how, why did you start your channel? And the answer is because I saw X person and thought I can do that. Whereas mine was more, Oh, I'm, I've already, I was already there. And I was like, Oh, but people are interested in that subject. So let's, Mm -hmm. let's explore that a bit. But um, yeah, I think everyone, everyone sees content and thinks I could do that until they sit down and try and do it. And then you realize it's not quite as easy. As you <laughs> think it is, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. For now, sure, for sure. I'm going to hijack sorry. this, bit. I'm just going to oh, over. I'm just going to okay, talk about
1: me fine. for a moment. Oh, please. Yep. Indulge um, us. I, I just want to kind of let let everyone know about my introduction to the crummy beard. Oh, okay. I'm nervous. And
0: this was a. <laughs> Do you remember from... that nightclub you were in? It was about two a.m. <laughs> Friday night. No, no, no. no. You this said is... some things you didn't mean. You made some promises you couldn't keep. You, this you was remember? on
1: Reddit. It okay. was uh, life pro tips, and there's was, was one of these things where I, I set all my kids at night, so I'm just sitting there talking to them, waiting for them to fall asleep, and I'm just scrolling through my phone. And he see... was in a Godzilla film. <laughs> And it was like the life pro tip And it was like go on YouTube And like look Stop looking for mainstream channels Do a search Mm. And then narrow it down to what happened that day And then More or less just filter it down to Something smaller than the mainstream So I just searched for I think it was something to do with craft beer Set to new Which had just happened in That day Then I narrowed it down to the United Kingdom and I saw a video review for, like, it was totally brewed Snoochie Boochie's Jay and Silent Bob beer. And I, I'm, a, I'm a, a Kevin Smith guy, and I thought, ah, oh, fuck, I'll watch this. And that's it. Just sat, watched the video whilst waiting for the kids to sleep. I like, oh, I quite enjoyed that. And then jumped across, looked at the other videos, and it was Brewtoon's Weekend Hooker. And I thought, well, I'm going to have to watch this now. And <laughs> <laughs> went on to that. <laughs> and... Through just that post on Reddit, just like kind of look for independent channels to support, uh, give them more subscribers. And I thought, right, I'll, I'm going to subscribe to the Crummy Beard. And there was two other ones that was kind of similar. And as time went on, I, I ditched the other ones and I stuck with Crummy.
2: And, we'll, we'll find out who they are after this so we don't publicize it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be interested to know. And um, yeah, uh, then
1: when it comes to uh, planning season four, Uh, I I told Tom last December that I want to do an interview season I want to talk to people, people of beer People who talk about beer that I like To talk, like uh, who I'd like To talk to, Crummy was on The list, I know there was like There's a guy on Instagram that opens beer Funny ways, we should talk to him (laughs) Thankfully I never pursued that (laughs) (laughs) I messaged Crummy instead And he was more than happy To accommodate us, so Look, it's like full circle is, like it. it really mm. has.
0: It really has. Yeah. Um, so I, I was I was gonna ask you about highlights of your career. Crummy, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming tonight is is a part of that. Yeah, I mean, this, is this is the Oscars. This
2: is I mean, it. any minute now, um, Ricky Gervais is going to stand up and say something obscene about me. Like that's just that's what's going to happen. But um, no, this is the peak. It's uh, all downhill. Yeah. I uh, before I answer that, can we just say everyone after they've listened to this, not now, but after they've listened to this, go and do what Stu just said, and go and search for some real obscure stuff on YouTube and help a few people out because yeah, yeah. people are out there putting hours of work into something that gets ten views and mm-hmm. it's ever so slightly soul-destroying. So go and, go and help those people out, because they really appreciate and it.
1: That's it. I, I like. I looked back on your um, videos today, and I think I might have been one of the 18 people that watched your Snoochie Boochies review, and I was just thinking, that was yeah. me. I was the one yeah. that put another fucking notch on that
2: belt. <laughs> yeah it is yeah i mean also when you think about it it's weird right how obscure is a jay and silent bob beer and only eight and only 18 people decided to like even think about mm-hmm. looking it up surely there's a market surely there's a okay, great market of so, yeah. people who will be interested in that like, even if they're not interested in me right loads of mm-hmm. people love kevin smith and jay and silent bob go and find out the beer then go and buy it for yourselves or whatever yeah would have thought that but hey the uh, the algorithm was, is mean
1: i was just so surprised to see it pop up in the uk who yeah? Who who put it out? Sorry, that that, that beer. Uh, I think it was Totally Brewed.
2: So Totally Brewed, the tiny tap room I was talking about
1: mm-hmm. that I went
2: to last week. That's the uh, same
1: same brewery. Jeez, talk about full
0: circle. Wow,
2: indeed. And they are in Nottingham Brewery. Obviously, why well, the tap rooms here? So amazing, amazing. Uh, they do all sorts of obscure names and obscure beers, but they're very good. Worth checking out for sure. Brilliant, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. But yeah, uh, speaking about
0: highlights, is there anything from the past year or so that, that you know, kind of really made you think, uh, this is pretty cool, this whole YouTube beer reviewing thing?
2: Yeah, so I think the bits that really stand out when you're doing it end up being the things that no one, if you said to people, you go, really, that was the bit when all these other things happened, that was the bit that you put, but it is oddly... The small thing. So mm. it's always great when you put a video out and it does way better than you expect, and people watch it and you get some good feedback on everything else. I did a interview, up at Glenn Spine Brewing Co. in the Highlands that went down really well. People really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a load of uh, brew dog content after the, the the controversy. Again, went down relatively mm-hmm. well. Yeah, big big watch time. The rest of it, but I don't know. I always I always struggle a bit. It did need to be what I said was. I I so you, you said you f- f- said
0: dog Stones for Life."
2: I think something <laughs> like that. I
0: can't quite remember what you said, but it
2: was something Maybe. like that. I have to watch it. I have to watch it back <laughs> and find out. But, um, but it was um, it was it was helpful for people who weren't in a position to be able to watch the documentary themselves because they weren't in the UK or whatever. So it was basically a summary, which is fine. But it wasn't. It was it was something because lots of people. We did a live stream watch along of it to kind of a live instant reaction because we didn't know what was coming out in this documentary and in the chat was a load of people from elsewhere in the world going we can't watch it how do we watch it what's going on which you can't really explain properly while you're doing a live stream so mm-hmm. two days later I released a video which was a summary of the points after I'd re-watched it again mm-hmm. and going over it was kind of a service to those people who want to know what was going on but ultimately it wasn't kind of the core reason I started the channel it wasn't to just try and say bad things about any particular brewery or person so it's a bit like yes this is done really well on views but actually that's not that yeah the stats are nice but it doesn't necessarily fill Mm. me with much much joy so honestly the big the two big things that really kind of go okay we get this is i'm doing the right thing now is when my one of my favorite local breweries already mentioned blue monkey started following me on instagram Um. and then and then monday morning was it monday morning tuesday morning i woke up and black isle brewery started following. Ah, yes. And, awesome.
0: Awesome. and I was like, awesome. okay,
2: they're two of my favorites all time ever. So now now I'm happy. Now I'm happy. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a that's uh yeah just uh I don't know a signifier that clearly something I'm doing is right, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Totally I, I get that like I would run our Instagram account and whenever like a brewery follows us, I always fire a screenshot to Tom. look look it's always lovely
0: (laughs) lovely to say yeah it's always Mm -hmm. very lovely to say meeting your idols i suppose it's you know kind of like that but without the disappointment
2: yeah (laughs) and i've ended up in (laughs) end up in some odd situations in the last year that you would uh, i mean at one point in the last year i ended up in a vip box for a motor race as a result of this channel which was just like amazing Mm. just like a Um, I won't go I don't know how much people want divulging publicly so it was a it was a a a friend of mine was friends with another big channel with a racing driver and ended up with some tickets to that which was great um ended up doing a 24-hour charity live stream up at Lord's Lords Brewing Co in Huddersfield which was just I mean basically 24 hours to run amok round a brewery that was you know that was great so (laughs) you know all these little all these little bits kind of compound there has been some interesting ones but Yeah, it's those little signifiers that you're doing something right. They're the ones that really, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, stay with you for a little bit. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, it's beautiful. Um,
1: It's beautiful. And that's it. Also, we're just catching you now. Obviously, we're recording this in February, and you've just kind of surpassed one year of your channel, and you hit, like, 500 subscribers, and you celebrated with, like, a 12-hour live stream, which... (laughs) I mean, I think we hopped in and out throughout the day, kind of, just to yeah, see how you yeah. we were getting on, because I was like, man, this is some feat, like, t- sit in one place for 12 hours, and...
2: Yeah, it's tricky, it's
1: tricky w- Were you drinking for the full 12, or well. were you...
2: I opened I opened it up with in the same way that I opened my channel up originally. It was it was one of those I didn't I didn't quite intend with the poetic justice of it, but it was uh I was sat there going, I can't start drinking at twelve and expect to get through to twelve absolutely unscathed. Yes. How can I mm-hmm. how can I try and curtail at least forty five minutes? Like you got you gotta pull back every little bit you can. Yeah. I thought, well, I ended up actually the first video I ever put out was me eating tea and biscuits for no good reason at all, other than let's solve some content. <laughs> good so news. Um, so I started to start the live stream. biscuits. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 but I mean, that's it. We're forty-nine minutes into this recording, and I'm already feeling like warm and fuzzy. I can't imagine. <laughs> right, eleven more hours to go. Yeah, to it's pace. for You've the content.
0: Pace. What was the uh, the toilet rotor like on, on that <laughs> one? I'm, I'm very
2: curious. Top was pace. some kind of cafeteria situation, or no, what no, was, no, what was going on? I was not stuck to my seat i gave myself I gave, i did give myself breaks i did um well i'd actually i'd set up uh two try to 20 minute videos that were kind of truncated versions of reviews from my top 10 beers of, the, of that year mm-hmm. I played the first one at uh, the first allocated break and went and grabbed something to eat told everything mm-hmm. else came back by the time it was time for the second one there were so many people wanted to were happy to join in and give their time to chatting nonsense on my channel it meant that I could just leave because there was three or four people <laughs> having a conversation so I just just got to yeah you know so uh, which was great um so yeah once it once we got kind of past the the rugby match in the middle of that it was a case of there was loads of people around happy to jump in so i didn't yeah didn't need to sit there awkwardly and go mm. sorry I'll be back in a minute which was which was great so yeah, thank you so to nice. all those people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Brilliant. That's brilliant.
1: I mean, Tom, you remember when I was doing that twenty-four hour video game marathon? No, no. And don't. oh no. It, you phoned me at the end of the night. I
0: do I do remember that now, actually. Yeah, yeah sorry. Was I was like, I was saying no for comedic effect, but I do I remember know. that. Yeah.
1: Like just doing something <laughs> for like twenty-four hours. Like, oh, this'll be fun. It's something to do with the family. And then it's two o'clock in the morning and you're starting Fallout New <laughs> Vegas for the fourth time you're thinking, why? And you're like, <laughs>
0: who's who's out? Eight tetleys in. Oh, it's Tom. Let's give him a call. Plus <laughs>
1: 10 charisma. Okay. I'm going to be a smooth-talking <laughs> bastard. Let's go. And, and then Tom <laughs> phones me from a pub. And I'm like, try to play my game. And Tom's like, come on, shoot. Talk to my friends. And I was like... I'm Trying to play Assassin's Creed Rogue, Leave Me Alone.
0: I'm trying to play Northern Monk, the uh, the video game.
1: <laughs> I don't, know, I
0: don't I do remember that, yeah, it was oh, awesome, I, man. but it's is, is, difficult, yeah, it's difficult. I, I made it for
1: 21 hours, so that's like the first time I failed. <laughs> and i I'm like literally the hour I went to bed, my brother in law came over to visit to see how I was doing, I was already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the party's over. The PlayStation is off.
0: Good effort, Sue. Good effort. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. So yeah, let's let's sum up this, this beer. What's everyone's thoughts? Uh, I'll go alphabetically. C uh, S yes. Crummy. What's your oh. thoughts, uh feelings on opinions on, on this beer?
2: Uh, to say I was adamant that i had citrus in it at the start. it softened quite a lot and mm. as soon as you kind of get used to that grapefruit bitterness actually it comes quite mm-hmm. yeah juicy and and almost playful it's still a little bit sharp, but it's not um it becomes much more i think dangerous is the right word at seven percent you
0: definitely yeah
2: so it's, uh, it's not a difficult drinker once you uh once you're to it and just remember, this is a mass-produced supermarket beer, and it's it's pretty damn good. For it's incredible for a mass-produced supermarket mm-hmm. beer, which is yeah. kind of what we we're saying before. Which is what Northern Monk do, I think, better than anyone else. So, no, yeah. I
0: I, okay. I agree. I feel like it's a it's almost like a blend between a, a West Coast IPA and a uh, a New England IPA. It's somewhere in the middle. Like it's 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 quite. Yeah, Fru- fruity and and hazy, but it's quite dry and quite bitter at the same time. So mm-hmm. I, I really really like it, and it doesn't taste like a seven percent beer. I mean, I'm I'm starting to feel like it. I've been drinking a seven percent beer, but in terms of taste, it's it's definitely uh, definitely doesn't taste like that. Stew, what are your thoughts on the matter?
1: It's it was <laughs> <good>. Cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Crummy said it. It's, the, uh, it became an easy drinking beer, which only made it more lethal. It, it is an absolute weapon. I am glad I like I'm sitting you did, uh, down.
0: You said those two words. You brought you brought them together. You didn't mean to, but you brought them together, and um, I appreciate you saying mm.
1: that. It was great. It's like I, like a buddy Christmas movie in a glass. That's wow.
0: <laughs> that's all we need to know. That's all the listeners need to know.
1: Uh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs>
0: So that is it, another life-altering episode of Points of View in the history books. We shall relish our brief summary in between Stormforce 10.5 and the less successful but still hugely popular Cold War 2. Just please, no scribbled on penises or turn to page 52 for bush graffiti. Nothing like that. I want this to be something my family can be proud of. Crummy, it's been Crummy thank you for joining us i hope you've had a swell time uh no it's been a blast um it really has been a blast dude thank you for for, for coming on um it's at the log logs for our socials but nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear about that the bearded one let's let's ask him what should the good people be doing to check out your stuff what's what's coming up in the
2: future well firstly uh, thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure it's um what a great a time. time two fantastic beers and i've got three more of the stones to go after this so um, <laughs> lucky looking, lucky man looking like a uh wobbly friday ahead um <laughs> but, uh, for the for the socials primary point of contact the crummy beard on youtube that's the one to go for i think if you go to youtube.com forward slash the crummy beard even i think that i think that works and uh just at the Crummy Beard on Instagram. Uh, as i mentioned earlier i do have a tiktok account i don't use it very much but when apparently i do people like to tell me i pronounce things wrong so you can go and do mm. the same on there check that out um, it's a good bracket probably, indeed there is a facebook profile floating around somewhere i don't really use it uh, instagram instagram and youtube they're, they're the places to go mm-hmm. brilliant in terms of me and Stu, we'll check that all out first
0: guys um please uh but next week uh, me and stew I have no idea what we're doing next week. We really start hmm. recording these things in order again. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, no. Something with an alcoholic beverage review, or uh, I don't great. know. We'll mix it up. Something unique. It might be our best beers of the season. Tune in anyway. That'd be nice of you. Bon voyage, booze hounds. Say goodbye, lads. Bye, everyone. Call you out there. You can't say say goodbye Stu. now. Call you out. Call you out. Go on, say something else. Cheerio, come,
1: you (laughs) bastard.
2: (laughs) And both of these are called Tom, so I I could get both of these at
1: once. Let's have another Shower so, to bastards it's like a bookshop Nice, I enjoyed it It's been four seasons and we still can't figure out How to end this fucking podcast
0: <laughs> Oh we never do Oh we never <laughs> do uh... <laughs>